Up and Listen, the running podcast where I chat to people who have inspired me throughout my running journey so far. This week, I'm joined by Rachel Huang, mum of two expecting her third baby. We're going to be talking about her three different pregnancy experiences and how she's keeping active for as long as possible before her new baby arrives. Hello, thank you for joining me. No problem. Um, what I'd like to ask first is how you first got into running before you were pregnant, before you had children. What drew you to running in the first place? So I actually did my first London Marathon in 2004, so quite a long time ago, um, because I was working at weekends and I'd gone from playing hockey every weekend to being really inactive. So rather than signing up for a 5k or a 10k, I went in both feet and signed up for a marathon. <laughs> Uh, the longest run I did leading up to that marathon was 14 miles, so I absolutely died doing it, <laughs> wearing my cotton charity t-shirt, so I got bad chafing, but yeah, so quite a long time ago. Um, and then I did it again in 2005, just to try and prove to myself that I could do a bit better. And then I went back to playing hockey, so I had a big gap um, from, play, from, from running. And then went back to it probably 2010, 2009, 2010, when one of my hockey friends um, said to me, do you fancy doing a half Ironman? Again, I'd never done a triathlon in my life, didn't own a bike, um, signed up for a half Ironman, so it's kind of a bit of a disjointed. And then, obviously, since having kids, it's um, just that fits in. So I've probably run more in the last six years than, than I did previously. Before that, it was quite sporadic, so. Mm. And do you feel like you learned a lot of lessons from that first marathon then? Oh yeah, don't go into a marathon not doing your longer runs. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I did. Um, I think for me at that point it was just a, a challenge. Um, I wasn't particularly into running, I wouldn't say. Um, but it was the challenge of, of doing it, completing it, raising some money for charity um, along the way as well. So um yeah, all three. I've done London three times, and I've always done that for charity. Okay, and um, why was it important to you um, to keep running then um, when you found out you were pregnant? My first pregnancy, um, I'd been doing some triathlons. Um, I felt like I couldn't. I think from about fourteen weeks, I felt a bit unsafe on my bike, so I stopped cycling. So I just sort of mixed it up between running and swimming just to keep fit and healthy really um important for me important for the baby I felt and um, I was really lucky in my first pregnancy I ran to probably about 34 35 weeks um but obviously I mixed that with swimming because we could swim then pools were open. Mm. Uh, and I just it just makes me feel better I just feel more like myself if I can get out and exercise I've always exercised in one way or another um and I just feel I just feel rubbish when I don't and when I'm not able to so it's um just really important mentally to kind of keep going um as long as I could and, I, and I'm a bit stubborn as well <laughs> so you say you ran until about 34 weeks 35 weeks in that first pregnancy yeah how did you um adjust to running with a bump or did you have to make changes or overcome anything to to keep going um yeah I think it was yeah um I think your style changes quite a lot um like you've got more tension through your shoulders so I think that means you are your whole posture is changing um and obviously you go slower um you pace massively 
um, your pace, your stride definitely um, decreases massively, but that's fine. Um, but it's, I think this time I've almost found it, I think the first, in my first pregnancy, I found it quite easy to kind of just make those adjustments naturally. Whereas this time, I think because I've run more probably in the last few years, I've almost found it harder to let go of the wanting to run at a certain pace and certain distance. Um, obviously, I have had to. Um, and now I'm going a lot slower and a lot shorter. Um, but, yeah, I'm pleased that I'm obviously able to keep going. Um, it just gives me, my, gives me a break. Um, gives me time out from the craziness of being at home all the time that's it because you've got two other young children at home at the moment is it your chance to have a bit of you time absolutely yeah yeah it's um because yeah I just think without being able to get out and do that for myself the only time you go out and end up being chores almost like supermarket shopping and, and things like that and that's not really having any time to yourself whereas going out putting on some music putting on a audiobook podcasts just kind of gives you just lets your mind switch off from the constant parenting mm. especially obviously at the moment when um, I'm not working and things either so yeah it just gives a gives a nice break from from all of that and uh, just just makes you feel a million times better like even if I don't feel like going out I always feel better after going so it's really important for me Mm. And do you feel a bit like you're in competition with yourself? Thinking back to that first pregnancy, oh, I know I kept running till almost the end. This, did you feel this time or in in between that you felt like you had to match up to that? Um, no, not necessarily, because um, I didn't run at all in my second pregnancy. Um, I had a miscarriage between my first and second children. Mm. Um, and then the second pregnancy, I had um something called a hematoma which meant I had a lot of bleeding in my second pregnancy so obviously I was just completely and utterly paranoid so I literally didn't run a step for the whole pregnancy um so I was because I hadn't run in that pregnancy I think I don't think I'd have felt guilty necessarily not running in this pregnancy Mm. because I've had two very different experiences before but at the same time I felt that if I could I wanted to be able to I wanted to just give myself something to do for me um and I and I, I like seeing what my body's able to do um find it interesting um but I also like if, if at about 20 weeks my back started to hurt this time and I thought that was it and then about a week later it seemed fine again and so I started running again so I've kind of been quite open-minded I think in terms of whether I'd keep going or not um but yeah 30 36 weeks I'm still just about going so it's good <laughs> I think that's the thing, isn't it? You know, and you you know that if something doesn't feel right, you feel happy to stop. It's not that you want to just keep going, keep going because of your experiences in the past, maybe. Yeah, no, no, I wouldn't. I, yeah, I wouldn't do it sort of just to prove something to myself or to other people. I think it's very much a personal thing and doing it for myself. Mm. And I think it's. I mean, obviously, the evidence has shown as well that there are physical benefits in, in keeping active during pregnancy for both you and for, and for the baby. Um, but then after my second pregnancy, when I didn't run at all, um, I got back into running quite quickly afterwards and didn't feel like I'd had like a year off, which I basically had. So even when you haven't, like, so I don't feel like I had to keep going in pregnancy just to keep fit enough to kind of start up again afterwards. Mm. It, it's very much just doing it for for the now almost, just for the, make myself feel 
myself um, and do it for now because I, because I want to, not because I feel like I have to or because I'm going to massively lose fitness if I don't. Or mm. And as you said, you didn't run so much or at all, even in it for when you had your second child. Did you manage to keep active in other ways? Because like you've mentioned, there's evidence about it being beneficial. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I swam. Um, but literally that was it. Uh, I probably swam three times a week um, just to, because I, I sort of understood the benefits of it. I just felt that, that was low enough impact that with the sort of the medical risks that I had during that pregnancy, that it just was, it was low enough impact that I wasn't putting myself at risk or more importantly, in my mind, the baby at risk at the time. Mm. Um, so I just felt that it was a way to keep active and get the benefits. Um, whereas obviously this pregnancy most of the time the pools have been closed so I think probably by now I would have mixed it up a bit more I probably wouldn't necessarily be running three or four times a week which is what I'm doing I probably would be maybe running a couple of times for me a couple of times but with that not being an option um running sort of just kept me sane and active really mm. do you think that lots of people look at you when you're out running and think oh my goodness should she be doing that uh, and maybe judging without knowing yeah you definitely get a lot of that um but you also get a lot of quite positive encouragement and often from people that aren't necessarily runners themselves I mean other runners tend to be really positive you do get quite a lot of sort of funny looks um but then you get people who are really really positive and just like sort of like fair play well done kind of attitude as well so you get a real mix mm-hmm. um and the thing is like I'm happy with my decision to do it I feel like it's my body my baby um mm-hmm. and I feel like it's the it's a good thing to do for both of us so I'm I'm feel that even if someone does say something negative I don't really take it to heart um I think I'm quite able to sort of brush it off because because I understand the benefits um but I just I'm okay with it uh, but yeah you do get some negative <laughs> probably more from older people okay hmm but then again like things have changed so much haven't they I mean in terms of pregnancy and in terms of how we view pregnancy and things as well probably when some of some ladies in particular obviously were being pregnant they probably didn't do very much were told not to do very much I mean my um mother-in-law is always very cautious about the fact that I run during pregnancy but she respects that it's my decision um I don't think it would be her wish for me to do so but she is very respectful of the fact that that's how that's how I've chosen to keep active and and things as well so Mm, absolutely and now obviously the first time you were running while you were pregnant you didn't have other children at home to be rushing back to or looking after how have you balanced it this time yeah obviously life is a lot easier when you don't have other children to consider um because you can obviously be more selfish with your time and you can just go out when you want and things. Um, this time, I I often go out early, early morning if uh, before my husband goes to work. Um, he's My husband's very supportive in terms of the fact if I say I need to go for a run or I want to go for a run, he would never question it. He'd never be like, oh, no, I need to do this. He'd be like, oh, that's fine. Um, the girls are six and four now, so they are, I mean, obviously they can play quite independently as long as there's someone watching them. Um, but... I prioritise me getting out for going for a run um, and I fit it in around other things, which is what, at the moment, which is why running, I think, is so great when you're a parent, just because it's quite time efficient. 
you go from your door to your door. So in, you can, if you've got a 45 minute window, you can do a decent run in it. Whereas if you had 45 minutes to do anything else, by the time you've got there, you've got like 15 minutes and you've got to turn around and come home again. So just running is time efficient. So I do think it fits in really well with having a young family because it doesn't impact, they don't, I mean, they, I think half the time they don't even notice I've gone. Um, but also, <laughs> it, like I'm still spending the rest of the day with them, still spending an awful lot of time with them as well. And I think it's also a really positive example to set for them um, to make time for yourself. Um, they both are quite keen on running. We don't make them run very far. <laughs> when I say make, um, they want to go running. So we, we do go running with them, my husband and myself. Um, before Junior Park Run stopped, we were doing that with the eldest. But they both go, I mean, the, the youngest one will do two kilometres of sort of intervals and the oldest one will do up to like five kilometre runs of intervals again as well. But again, I think it's because they see us doing it and I think it sets a positive example for getting them outdoors and, and fitness as well. So I think I'll always prioritise making time for myself um, and fitting it in. Sometimes taking them with the, I take them with me sometimes on their bikes and things as well. So if I haven't got any childcare. That's another option. Like first lockdown, we I used before I was pregnant this time, we used to do loads of bike rides with them on their bikes or in the buggy, um, and then me running. But they're both too big for the buggy now. <laughs> That's a shame, isn't it? They grow too quickly. <laughs> no, I've just bought a new buggy for the the, the baby for running a running buggy. Ah. Oh. So that, that that and that's another way of thinking in. Because um, obviously my even my youngest will be going to school in September, so it's like by the time this baby's big enough to go in a running buggy, um, I'll have quite a lot of time in the day, so I can just take the baby with me, and that's another way of sort of fitting it in. And again, it's what it's something that you can do with you can run with a baby, but you can't really do anything else with a baby mm. in terms of childcare. You can't you can't really leave them at the side of a pool while you go for a swim. <laughs> no, that's saying, that, saying that I have seen people do it before, but um, <laughs> I don't think. I don't think it's something I'd feel comfortable doing. That's it, isn't it? With running, you've got that option that either you can leave them at home with someone and go out and have that you time, or you can use the time to go out as a family and have fun together. And I think it's really nice to hear that they enjoy doing it with you. And um, it's such a shame about Parkrun at the moment, isn't it? But we'll get back there and uh, maybe they'll get their PBs for junior Parkrun when they're back. Yeah, I think it's important for them to see, like obviously not just us as adults going out running and kind of thing. I think junior partner obviously is amazing because it does let them see that other kids and other families are similar. Because I wouldn't say a lot of their friends' parents necessarily go out running or take them out running. So sometimes they're a bit like, hmm. Um, but I think junior partner is such a positive thing to do. And, and often we'll sort of run there with them in the buggies or on the bikes they'll do it because obviously it's only a couple of kilometers and um, they'll play in the park so it's sort of it's sort of fitting it all in it's not just about that it's all about sort of how we spend our weekends and our, our days as a family is trying to sort of include us being active them being active and just mm. getting that right balance between everybody really mm. making sure it's time for, for everyone to do what they want to do Absolutely. And you mentioned as well about buying a running buggy for um, in a few months time, maybe. How soon or what are your plans for getting back into running after you have your baby? So I think after Jasmine, who's my youngest, I started running quite quickly. So both of my babies have both been born by cesarean section. 
Um, so the first two weeks has obviously been horrendous um, in terms of recovery. And then it's suddenly, for me, both times, I've had a sudden massive improvement. And so by th- three weeks or so, I've, I felt all right. I've been able to start walking and things. So with her, I probably started running again at about six weeks. But I think being on social media since then has made me probably more aware of the importance of um, sort of women's health physio and um, sort of the effects on your pelvic floor, even when you've had a cesarean section. Um, but I think this time I'll probably be a little bit more cautious mm. um, in terms of sort of getting some bit more professional advice um, just to make sure, because you just don't want long-term problems as a result of starting running too early. But saying that, um, obviously, if I get the go-ahead from medical professionals and I feel okay, um, obviously I'll try and get back to being active as soon as possible, even if it's sort of getting out walking with a buggy and things. Um, but yeah, after after Jasmine, considering I hadn't run for the whole pregnancy, I, I actually ran a half marathon at four months postpartum, which obviously probably retrospectively seems a little bit soon. I mean, it wasn't fast. It wasn't anywhere near sort of the, the pace I would can potentially run out but it but the fact that I even ran that far that soon after having her now seems a little bit crazy but um at the same time it's again making time for yourself isn't it it's about time it's about doing something for you that doesn't take up the whole day you can fit in between feeds you can leave the baby with someone else um you know that if you fed them and then you go out that they can cope for an hour they're not gonna there's nothing nothing major can go wrong <laughs> even because both, both my babies have been exclusively breastfed so obviously there is that slight pressure of that whoever I leave the baby with can't feed the baby mm. so you I think you have to be sort of a bit conscious that of that as well um but yeah no I I hope to get back into being active soon but I also want to be cautious of the effect on so I just don't want any long-term problems of Third, third baby obviously puts a lot of pressure on your body doesn't it mm. but that's the thing I mean like you say you know your body and if you're not experiencing any symptoms or anything that you know what to look out for then if you feel like you're ready and you build it up gradually then it seems like you've coped brilliantly in the past so yeah, sounds I think like it a good plan about, yeah I think you're right I think it's about building it gradually and sort of understanding that if things don't feel right to, to stop um because I think it's just not worth it, is it? We've got a lot of years ahead, hopefully, um, of running and things. It's not worth it to, to rush back too quickly. But at the same time, it, it is just nice to have that bit of just time. Time, time to yourself, just time mm. to feel like you, time to get out of the house. Yeah, I think probably with a third baby, for me, as I was first-time mum, I was very, very nervous about leaving Max to start with, and especially because of lockdown, I think. But now looking back, I think actually it would have been nice to just have that even half an hour, an hour break, just just go out for a run and come back. And like you say, what's going to happen to them in half an hour or so? They're not going to be ex- excessively hungry. It's going to be okay. I think yeah. looking back, it would have been nice to have some time for myself maybe slightly yeah, no, earlier on I, I think it's definitely easier when it's not your first baby to leave mm. them mm. like I think first baby is always the hardest one to leave because you kind of think that if, you, if you're not there what's going to happen but actually obviously they're babies you're leaving them you're leaving them with someone you trust or you shouldn't be leaving them absolutely um, but I think I yeah I think even probably even more relaxed this time um we've for childcare reasons because my husband goes out to work because he works for the NHS um one of, we've got a childcare bubble with one of my neighbours 
just to allow me to go to sort of scans and midwife appointments and things as well and mm. they're working so obviously it helps them a little bit as well um but my neighbor who is our childcare bubble um is already she's like oh I can't wait to like take your baby out for a walk and things I'm like oh, I can't wait for you to do it whereas I think first time round, I'd be like you're not taking my baby away <laughs> like there's that difference there's this time I'm just like oh it's so nice if someone comes into your house and offers to take them away and give you a half an hour break that sounds amazing but I just think you I think your mindset changed I think you are more relaxed I say that um I hope I am like that once maybe actually it arrives but um. <laughs> that's it as well and giving um leaving the baby with somebody else or having somebody else watch them gives you a chance to spend time with your other children as well um yeah and I think that's really important um I think there's going to be a big change for them because my eldest was only two and um so Emily was two when Jasmine was born so she almost didn't really know any different mm. whereas this time being six and four I think it'd be quite a big thing for them um, especially because this, over the last year they have spent so much time with me um, more than obviously normal because of not going to school and things in the same way that to lose all that attention um, will be quite hard on them and I'm going to try and obviously be quite conscious that, that they need that time as well mm. um, and even if it is like once I'm feeling better and things as well because I'm having another section but once I'm feeling better even if it is a case of taking them out to the playground to the park um, just them without the baby I think it's really important it's an important balance for, for them to, to know that, that they're still import, important as well um, and just to try and get sort of that sense of normality um, for them as well but hopefully they'll be back at school. Yeah we can only hope that things get back to normal well as soon as possible really um, hopefully soon after the baby's born it'll be back to well the new normal as everybody's saying. Yeah, I know. And I'm, I, I think when I fell pregnant this time, I just couldn't imagine. I didn't even dream that we'd still be in this position. And the thought now that people won't be able to come and meet the baby and things as well is really hard. So I think we are lucky that we've got a childcare bubble um, and things mm. as well, because I think it, it does give us that little bit of uh, company for the, for the, also for my, for the eldest too as well, just having um, other kids that, that they can spend some time with. Um, but it's yeah, it's hard. It's hard on hard on kids. Mm, that's the thing. When Max was born, I really couldn't imagine still being in lockdown at the end of my maternity leave, maternity leave. But no, it's crazy, it? here we are. Yeah, this last year has obviously just been so crazy, hasn't it? But I think that's where being able to get out and go for a run and, and do those kind of things is, is it's been really important because it just helps keep the balance of, of doing something that's sort of feels normal, um, feels something that we can do. Um, I think a lot of people feel like that, that it's the one thing or one of the few things that you can almost carry on as normal. You can run out from your door, stay local, but get get that running, get that exercise in, get what you need to do for for your mental well-being as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that's so important because I think it, being isolated is not it's not how we as humans like to be, is it? We like, we like to talk, mm. we like to see each other um so yeah and I think being able to get out and run just gives that sense of normality and, and things which is really important mm. okay the last thing that I'd like to ask you then is looking back personally for me when I first found out I was pregnant I pretty much just stopped running straight away no real reason I just thought mm, I that's it I need to stop I didn't really base it on anything I had a low risk pregnancy I was feeling absolutely fine if a bit tired <laughs> um what would your top tip be for people who 
think they want to carry on running through pregnancy, but they're feeling a bit nervous? I think um, just to, to reassure yourself, do the research, do your own research. Don't don't take someone else's word for it because and and it's all it's all well and good seeing someone else doing it and things. But you think, is it really okay? Um, so the first first my first pregnancy, <laughs> bought the books. I spent loads of time online. Like I, I like really did the research. So almost to a point where if someone said to me. Uh, are you sure this is okay I could go yeah I am sure it's okay I feel fine I've done all the research I understand the benefits to both myself and the baby carrying on um because I think without it's all well and good seeing someone else doing it you just have to feel confident in your own decision I think um because it's about you and it's about your baby and it's about your body and if you don't feel happy there's no there's, there's no sort of shame in stopping um at all like it's it's a personal decision you don't don't have to do it um but I think I think sort of knowing the facts. Um, I'm I, I quite like sort of knowing facts. So I did. I with, with the first one, I, I I knew all the facts and figures. This time around, I kind of felt that I just felt more confident that if I was okay and that the pregnancy was low risk, that I'd carry on. But first time around, I did I did do a lot of reading um, about it. Just it's interesting as well, to be honest. Um, I find. Um, the way our bodies change, obviously interesting, and we find the benefits of, of exercise and, and things on our, our body uh, interesting, um, and how it affects your sort of heart rate and things as well. Because being pregnant, your heart is obviously doing an awful lot more work than it does normally, so it means your heart rate naturally goes up. I mean, my resting heart rate is much higher than it would be normally. Um, so it's sort of understanding that not was not pushing all those bit, bits as well. So it's it's keeping going. And enjoying it whilst not putting too much pressure on your body for me. Mm. Okay, thank you so, so much. I think this has been really interesting to hear, especially to hear about the differences um, you've had with your pregnancies and and how confident you're feeling now about running. And I'm sure lots of people will be listening and finding it really useful and getting a bit of confidence to think, yeah, I am going to do my research. I do want to carry on. And on the other hand, to think, actually, no, I don't want to carry on. I know my body that way. So thank yeah, no, you so really, much. I think, and I, think, I think you can't look at someone else and compare. I think it's a really easy thing to do, especially with social media and things as well, to kind of go, well, that person's able to do it. Why can't I? But it's not about that. It's about it's about you as an individual um, and understanding. Um, and I'm hoping that being able to keep active will obviously help my C-section recovery. Um, third mm. C-section obviously is the lot of major surgery um, at the end of the day. And it's a, it's a big thing. So n- almost knowing that I'm going to be have a chunk of time where I'm not very active, it, it, it mentally helps me prepare for it by being able to stay active as much as possible now. So. Mm. Well, all that remains for me to say is good luck for the next few weeks and I hope baby arrives safely and healthily and I'm sure it'll be a brilliant little addition to your family. Thank you very much. Yeah, hopefully. And that brings us to the end of another episode. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you found everything we've talked about interesting and that you're feeling more confident about listening to your body when it comes to keeping active in pregnancy. If you have any concerns or queries, please seek advice from your doctor, midwife or physiotherapist. There'll be another episode available next week at the same time, but don't forget that all the episodes so far are still available to download and listen to. If you've enjoyed this, please subscribe, share and leave a review. Looking forward to running with you next time.